Devin Abbey now with Osha on Hit 105. Catch The Bachelor again on tonight, 7.30 on Channel 10. Check it out. The host is amazing. But last night, <laughs> this happened. <laughs> Megan. Megan, will you accept this race? I can't. From the moment I met you, I felt like you're someone I could fall in love with. I just can't fall in love with such competition and intensity. This is the most intense experience you could ever possibly imagine and I was hoping you could be patient with this whole process. This is about you finding someone you can fall in love with and even though I think I could do that, I can't do that like this. I thought I could, I just can't. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie, I'm angry, I'm disappointed, there's a range of emotions. Joining us now is Megan. Let's see if she can last the whole way through the interview. Good morning, Megs. Hello. How are you? Yeah, we're good. Oh, now, Megan, good. I need to get an answer from this, in all, in all honesty, because during yeah. that moment, it sounds like you kind of go, I could love you, but I just don't want to compete. Can you yeah. be honest with me? Do you feel like there was a connection with you and Richie at the start and then it just didn't grow? Yeah, look, I think that was part of it. You know, we we went on that date together and I had a really great time and I thought, this guy's cool, like, I like him a lot. But um, up after that moment, we didn't really spend much time together and obviously, if you're not if you're not spending the time, then, then, you know, those feelings can't grow. So I think that was, yeah, part of the reason for sure. Megan, uh, hi, Osher. We haven't spoken since the night I said goodbye to you. Yeah, yeah. How you going? Oh, I missed you. You were my, I couldn't say it on the night, but on the first night that you walked in, you were my pick. I'm like, that's it. It's her. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Duff that up for him. Yeah. And I had a bet on you. So, (laughs) I mean, so for me and all the office sweeps uh, around the country were, (laughs) but I've, I've got to say, I've got to say, Megan, I'm, you know, I know, you know, I work there, but I'm actually quite happy that you took it upon yourself. And you went, you know what, this actually isn't for me. Yeah, and yeah. I'm, I'm going to extract myself from the situation. And the fact that you acted with such power like that, it made me, even though it was very sad, I was actually quite, quite glad that you did it, to be honest. Yeah, and I think it's good to know when something's not good for you and, and to remove yourself from that situation. Um, and that's what I did, I guess. Well, there you go. You've divided the studio. Abby's angry at you. Osha thinks you're fantastic, <laughs> and I don't give a crap. Uh, I'm but... just, no, I'm just disappointed, <laughs> Megan. Just disappointed because I thought that you were going to be the girl. Are you? Yeah. Are you happy? Have you found love since the show's wrapped up? Uh, well, I'm definitely happy. I haven't found love since the show, oh. um, but you know, it, it's a little bit hard because you're not meant to be telling people that you're single, really. Yeah, yeah. Today is like my first day of freedom, so I'm just going to go out on the town and just. Kiss lots of people, basically. Where do you live? Geraldton's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I live in Geraldton. I'm in Perth at the moment. I, used to, I grew up in Geraldton. So, yeah, you'll find oh, Stab yeah, back at all the yeah. clubs now. Geraldton um, Primary School. Mm-hmm. Megan, looking at it now, is there any trying to form a connection, you... Abby? But that's okay. Yeah, don't worry about it. That's right. It. There yeah. was random passions. We'll be fine. But <laughs> Megan, married, is, there, is there any part of you that now watches it and goes, if he doesn't find love, then you'd be willing to maybe date him when he's out? Uh, no, not not really. I, I think um, we've had our time. Richie and I have had our time, and I don't know. I think I think that he has found love. I think he's found somebody, or I hope he has. Mm. All right. Well, what was it like? What, what was it like when that helicopter went? Actually, no. Let me ask this: What was it like when you saw Georgia 
start to tell Kira what Kiki said? Oh, man, like, if you'd seen me that night, I was kind of, like, hiding most of the time. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a big girl for drama, so um, I think I was um, making faces on a, on a couch, just sitting by myself with my wine for a big part of that. <laughs> That's probably why we didn't see you on the show. <laughs> 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 uh, that's all right. We loved no. you in the show. We hope you do find love out there in Geraldton. It's a lovely part of the world. Megan, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you very much. And causing a Thanks, fight in Sally. our studio. All the best. <laughs> Stab Abbey now with Osha on Hit 105. We've lost someone. I'm here. Oh, there you are. I'm here. I was like, it was under the desk. I was hiding. And actually, though, that's a uh, two-parter because I was hiding, but I was also in training for the next Olympics because how is this? Everyone's obviously eyes on Rio at the moment and just going, yeah, we love it. It's fantastic. And every Olympics, as we know, you have some exhibition sports where they whack them in for one year to see if they stick. And then maybe if they're good enough, they will stick around. They'll be in the next Olympics. Now, everyone is still looking at Rio, but I am a future-minded person. I'm already looking forward to the next Olympics. And in Japan, they are going for, and I think this is brilliant, as their exhibition sport, one of which they are looking at doing... Competitive hide and seek. Yeah. No, you're lying. Hide and seek. Hide and seek. It's got to be a lot of rules in that game. It's kind of, otherwise it turns into where's Wally? Like where's Wally in the world? You know, like is it just in a room? I think the rules of the hide and seek rules would just be the traditional hide and seek rules. You count to, I don't know, maybe a hundred and then you find all the other competitors, don't you? I don't know. I've never done it as a competitive sport. I've done oh, it with Abby. my son, and he hides in the same place every time, and I have to pretend I don't know. <laughs> well, he's not what's obviously the, Olympic well, standard, is he? <laughs> no. Well, that's okay. Well, so this is the thing. Like, what's the venue? Do we all come over to my house? Like, yeah. Well, do you live in Tokyo? We... No. Come on, guys. Not Think. yet. Think. It's this sort of inside the box you... thinking that is stopping it from becoming an Olympic sport. Abby, every time I mention an ex of yours, you say, "I'll find you." <laughs> now you could win a gold medal. Now okay, you could win a gold good medal. Point. You know? Good point. It just seems like really hard for people to watch as well. Why? I think it'd be a great competitive sport. You've got just a GoPro on the guy that's looking. You could play at home. I think I saw a head sticking out of that bush. Yeah. Yep. yep. What's the barrier here? It's a most beloved game growing up. It's a kid's up. sport. It's a kid's sport. And now I just watch BMX, mate. BMX yeah. is on right now. BMX is fun. <laughs> I can understand that. But I would put like surfing before hide and seek. I think that should be an Olympic sport. See, inside the box thinking. Inside the box I, thinking. I would, I'm going to agree with, I'm going to agree with Abby. Surfing surfing has Look. more of a professional uh, yeah. edge to what it is, and there's more separately more people that participate watch, in surfing. Break dancing. How I'd much, like to add break dancing. No, watch how, how much fun is this? Watch this. Ready? Count, close your eyes. <sighs> Count to it's 5. Radio. Okay. Count yep. to 5. 1 <laughs> 2 <laughs> 3 4 5. 5. We know you're under the desk. Oh, oh right. you're very good. <laughs> That's gold. <laughs> <laughs> Gold for Sydney. Well done. Um, oh, okay, what about... Okay, so you're talking yeah. like... You would like to know what other sports we could put in the Olympics. Yeah. Uh, darts. Oh, mm. wow. Yes. Requires pretty much no physical training. Yeah. Brandy. Just heaps of time down to the pub. Brandy. Brandy, that's good. They get banned from school these <sighs> oh, days. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, Brandy. Yeah. Red Rover? Red Rover. Red Rover. Red Rover. I, th- I think Red Rover has the possibility for then um, countries that aren't getting along to take out their aggression on the Red Rover field. You know, what do like you think yeah. water polo is? I guess so. That's a good <laughs> point. Yeah, more wars are fought in the pool. Uh, what about we'll throw this over? 13, 10, 60. What 
sports, what crazy sports, even sports from your childhood, should be in the Olympics? We've got Michael in Kapalabar. What sport do you reckon should be submitted? Handball. Yes. Well, wait. Yes. Well, yes. Well, handball's already in it, though. No, not like but the handball. It's a weird Euro one. Uh, uh. Mm, mm-hmm. You mean like. Handball with the four squares. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. King, queen, dunks. King, queen, dunks. Yeah. Yeah. And here we are back at the competitive handball. We are on a timeout because King is poison as he went to the tuck shop <laughs> to get a meat pie with some sauce and a chocolate breaker. Hang on for this. It's going to be great when he comes back. Yeah, you're right. Handball okay, would be fantastic. I used to love that. Oh, you yeah, grabbed same. it. Because you, you couldn't hold on to the ball and you spin it around. Oh, so good. Luke so good. in Kalango, what do you reckon we should submit for the Olympics? Yeah, I reckon paintball. Now, that oh, is actually see, a very good idea. That's brilliant, Luke. Because it involves a lot of different sports. You know, there's a lot of countries that do like shooting all around the world. That's brilliant. Just want <laughs> to ask uh, a lot of different sports. Just it involves shooting, shooting and... But w- well, Painting America. America's, <laughs> forget, America's first goal this year was in shooting. Yeah, yes, that's true. Uh, do you play, Luke? Do you play paintball? Oh, just recreationally. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever seen? Because professional paintball is insane. They have two triggers and they just keep on firing. Yeah. Like there's no. Yeah. There's no room for error. It's great. I would watch that. All right. We've, I think actually that one is actually a great idea. You could actually mm. see that. I uh, love paintball. You do. You're a paintballer. Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm so good at paintball. Get out. We should go. Yeah, I've done it from a helicopter once as well. Like, what? we have a helicopter shooting <laughs> down at us. What are you, Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> <laughs> My friends and I, when we go out for recreational sports, we're like, at the chopper. Yeah. You played yeah. paintball and yes. had someone in a helicopter yes. shooting paintballs at you. Yes. Where and was I was this? the only one to survive. It was during the mole when I was doing the reality show. I was oh. the only one. And we had to run up this, um, uh, yeah, and the, the guy that was in the helicopter was so upset. He wanted to have a chat with me after and see if we could do it again. So he, he could shoot anyone. you. Yeah, he's never had anyone get away. So I was like, yes. Wow. So Olympic contender for paintball, Abby Coleman. You've got to be mm. number one with a paintball bullet. Kylie in, uh, Kyle, sorry, in Jim Boomba. Kyle, what do you think should be an Olympic sport? Marco Polo. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, so now good. You're talking. So good. Yes. The pool's already there, Kyle. <laughs> oh, I remember when I was about 12, I was probably the best in the family. Still hold the record, I think. <laughs> Don't play again. Well, got they, speak, wow. they speak of you in Jimboomba as, yeah. as the one. That's who they say. Is Kyle coming over? I'm not playing. Yeah. Stabbing Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. We've, uh, we've worked together for a, a long time, and there is one thing that I have complained about the whole time that we've worked together. Oh, look, should I choose? Okay, just or, go, yeah. You just tell me, because <laughs> okay, that's I'll a big you. list. Okay, okay, okay. And I want to know if this happens to women in other workplaces, because this is just insane. There is one more week to go of winter, and I'm looking forward to the season change, and I'm like, yes, spring, lovely, you get to change your outfits. But no, no, not when we have to go to work because when we have to go to work, I need to take coats because it's freezing in our workplace. It is so cold. And the warmer it gets outside, they seem to turn the air conditioning up. So you're freezing. And Stav sent me this video yesterday, which is hilarious. And it's of a group of girls making a joke of the fact that in their workplace, they need to wear jumpers while the guys are like, nah, it's quite balmy. (laughs) Have a listen. It's here. It's here. The women's winter is here. The freeze is upon us. Uh, uh, uh. Are you guys talking about the AC? When spring turns to summer and there's blossom on the trees, the office air doth turn to ice and all the women freeze. I don't know. (laughs) Why is it so cold? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Apparently it's a thing. It's a thing. And I want to know on 131060, is your air conditioner sexist? 
<laughs> I'm serious. They, they are really quite rude because it's kind of like guys are like, they don't want to talk about it. You know what I mean? It's like, no, there's nothing wrong with it. But girls are freezing. And 13, 10, 60 ladies, if you work in a workplace where you need to actually go and take on coat, like coats, it's insane. Well, apparently underneath this video about yes. the women's air conditioning, there's all this research and study. Apparently it is a legit thing where air conditioning is set for male temperatures because it was set way back when in the olden days when more men were in the workforce and it's set for males' body temperatures, not women's. So women do feel colder because their air conditioning is sexist. Right, so, so what are we going to well, do about it? <laughs> but Abby, <laughs> yeah. here's the thing. What yeah. would you rather... Would you rather a workplace where you have to, you know, keep a shawl or a sweater in the bottom drawer next to your desk mm. or a workplace that constantly is fighting a losing battle against men's antiperspirant and the place just stinks no, like a locker room? No, 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 I don't care about you guys. Work out your own hygiene. <laughs> Poor producer Peter, yeah. she has a little heater under yeah. the desk that she, she has to put on. Yeah, she does. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. She doesn't have to bring scarves and hats and all that just because the guys can't lower the air conditioning. There is only so that's far. Mm. I'm submitting four <laughs> degrees. That's what we need. There's only so far that antiperspirant can go, Abby. It's not... You can't cauterize your sweat glands shut. But, you, know, you can get in. You can get um, Botox in your armpits. But yeah. the other problem is we we were shooting the commercial the other day here in the studio, yeah. and it's very cold in the studios, isn't it? And yes. I felt very bad for Abby because Abby turned to me at one point and she said, <laughs> "It's so cold in here." I said, "Yeah, is that a problem?" Said, oh, my nipples are going to be showing. Yes, yes. And I was like, "Yes." And then I, yeah. <laughs> you don't understand <laughs> nipples. <laughs> I'll have someone's eye out. commercial to have that in it the whole time. That's all I will see. Hmm. 13, 10, 16. <laughs> That's all everyone. Take yours up, my guys. workplace, <laughs> is your air conditioning sexist? We've got Christine from Ipswich. Morning. Morning. Do you have a uh, sexist air conditioner? Well, I do, and I think it's um, all government buildings. Yeah. Uh, I used to work in service maintenance, and we were told years ago that the temperatures were set for men in suits. So further mm. adding to what Dad was saying about body temperature, mm -hmm. traditionally for men, you know, businessmen who wear thick suits or layers of clothing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. So what, basically, air conditioners are going to have to start burning their bras. Is that what I'm getting from this? Is that, like... Uh, possibly. <laughs> possibly. <laughs> because it is, it's the air conditioners, the air conditioners have been set for men. Yeah, it's just every time I say to the techs here, like, you know, hey guys, mm. can we, it's just, I've got to wear, like, heaps of jumpers and they go, yeah, so... So it's just, it's just, it's kind of annoying. And they told me that like all the that's equipment. Well, that's because you're a, mess a live. That's because you're a live human female actually talking to them willingly. Oh, 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 oh. A shout out to our techs. All right. Hi, oh. engineering. No, your mic's off. Uh, Lisa in Seven Hills, is your air conditioning sexist? Extremely. Is it? Yeah, how many layers do you have to take? Um, oh, I just have to wear like a big jumper and like gloves and a beanie and a scarf. What? But, you know. Oh, that's all. <laughs> Where do you work? In a cold room? Where do you work? No, well, there's like a factory and there's a little uh. office and I'm in the office with another lady. Yeah. Yeah. And one guy walks in for about two minutes and then walks back out mm. and he's always like, oh, it's so hot in here. We've got to turn the air con on. And I'm like, <laughs> no! already on 24. Wow. We did have so many calls. Unfortunately, we can't take them all, but I think we've all um, agreed that we're going to lower the air conditioning uh, by four degrees. Higher. We're gonna make it warm, higher, higher. Higher. We're going to make it warm. <laughs> Jeez Louise. All right. So we have confirmed that the air conditioning is sexist. I don't I don't know about you guys, but the toaster here is massively racist as well. Stabbing Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. 
all through the Rio Olympics, we have seen some remarkable feats of athleticism and some absolute classical records being taken down. And the funny thing about this is I ain't talking about the athletes in Rio de Janeiro. I'm talking about the two fine specimens of humans right here before you, Abby and myself. Yes, we have needed physio. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. We've They've needed an injured. issue with HR. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, there's there's some work with HR going on. They've been taking on, you know, the legal system as it stands, as far as workplace <laughs> health and safety goes. <laughs> yeah. To try and break these records for your amusement, Brisbane. That's right. The Ginsburg World Records. And tomorrow we take on a very important one where we actually need the help of Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Now, this was one that was set up uh, overseas. It is the most amount of booyahs. So we know what that is? Booyah! Booyah! Where did that come from? I believe... uh, Deal or no deal? Buster Rhymes invented it. (laughs) Deal or no deal. Uh, uh, Booyahs on air on a radio show. So we're going to need tomorrow, we're going to need you guys to call in on 131060 and get as many booyahs uh, as we can. But we've got to chat to the person who who set the record in the first place... Good morning. How are you? Well, we're oh, we're excited. We're very excited. Um, take us through the, how you became uh, the world champion of this and I guess why. Well, you know, everyone wants to have something that they're good at and <laughs> mine was silly radio world records for a while. <laughs> it, it was so much fun. We have, and I'm sure as you do as well, we have awesome listeners here mm-hmm. and they were all too keen to take part. It was so much fun. We have actually, uh, we have been doing this for a while now, uh, and our first few attempts resulted in injury. Uh, mm. This one, at least, is a bit safer. <laughs> uh, what, what was your record? So we can, uh, how many booyahs did you get on air? 30. Wow, okay. All right. 30. That's going to be tough. Any, so, any, any tips? got a challenge ahead here. Yeah, There's yeah. some Canadian pride here that our listeners <laughs> are already going, oh, hey, now, come on. If this radio station in Australia takes our record, we want it back. Oh, Melanie, oh, we're going to be doing yes. this every week, aren't we? <laughs> one on you, one on us, one on you. It's going to be great. Uh, I guess that's the other question. How do you feel about us potentially stripping you of this record? Well, you know, I didn't get much sleep <laughs> yeah. over it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I was pretty torn up, but... You know what? Uh, Everyone here in this building, they want this record to stay here. So i got to say, I'm happy that you're trying, Mm -hmm. but I can't root for you too hard. Yeah, no, I understand that Canadian politeness will uh, stop you from being evil to us. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Don't break our record, please. (laughs) Yeah, well, maybe the Canadians are a little bit more laid back, so their booyah is a little bit longer than ours, you know what I mean? Booyah. Booyah. (laughs) So I'm hoping that Australians will be able to to grab this record. Um, You said there that you you had a a few. What what were some of the other ones that you broke during your time at, at breaking world records? Oh, there's. I think I still have about twenty, wow. maybe. And there's there's everything from most office chairs being towed in the parking lot by a golf cart. Okay, That's brilliant. Fun. Yeah. And and a shaving cream wig was another one. Uh, most musical instruments played in the studio oh. in the run of a couple of minutes. Okay, so much fun. So yeah, silly. yeah, we're having a great time doing ours as well. Uh, so much fun. And can I be honest as well? I love. Canada, I love Nova Scotia, beautiful part of the world, and being in radio, I, hey, when I retire, I, if you could put in a good word with me with your uh, your uh, head of content and maybe I'll send you a resume. Are you and, saying uh, that she works at a retirement station? No, so, but I want to retire in Canada. You? Okay, cool. I want to right, retire no in Canada. Yeah. Just do a, a work exchange. Yes, yes, let's do that, Melanie. Yes. <laughs>
good. Yeah, I'm happy with and that. I'm the program director now, so you can have my job. Yeah. Oh, hey. you are. Wow. All right. Well, we will keep you informed as to how we go breaking your record. Uh, we will hopefully we will get to 31, and then yeah, maybe we could do this as an ongoing thing where we try to keep. Yeah, on you doing. make sure you listen online, okay? I will have fun. Would you like to, while you're here? Would you like to give us one to get us started? I would love to. Let me know when. Okay, great. All right, we will do that. Melanie, who holds the record, will start off the Booyah record that we're trying to break. Fantastic. All right, Melanie, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Abbey, now with Osher on Hit 105. Very good morning to you, team. Uh, last night, Abby, you didn't manage to see the show. No, uh, I'm in Melbourne in- for a promo for another TV network. Uh, no, that's fine. That's totally fine. Uh, there's more pie than there is pie chart. As long as people are watching TV and not watching uh, video on demand, everything's fine with me. Um, <laughs> he says, who's just finished uh, Stranger Things. Um, but last night on Bachelor, you missed Bachelor. Do you have any idea what happened? Well, I've heard who got out. And I have to say, I'm really annoyed because I had a bet that she was going to make it through to the yeah. end. And they're talking about Megan because she was a WA girl. Because I reckon Richie has to finish with the WA girl. She was, she was, to be honest, she was my first night pick. Huh. Yeah. She was my first night pick. But let me just bring you up to speed, all right? So um, Rachel got the single date at the start of the show, yep. which she took her on a tall ship out on Sydney Harbour. And she said the classic line, he loves, bo- he loves rope. He loves ropes. I love boats. It's a match made in heaven. Yeah. That's, wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Brilliant. Yeah. Then they climbed, the cr- mm-hmm. they climbed up the crow's nest. He pulled the yep. bit of a, the Titanic action up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they went below deck story to taste some rum. Wow. Yes. Uh, pashed. Then we, then we got uh, the other best line of last night as well. You got to smell it with your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the, the group date invitation turned up. It was a garden party. Meet mm-hmm. me in the backyard. And so they went back. Uh, there was a garden party and they played bocce. They played quits. <laughs> and uh, while that happened, I lured Richie Ooh. out into the woods. What? Wolf Creek style. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Shallow lied grave. to him saying, yeah. the bait, there's going to be heaps of ladies here saying, oh, there's a group date, Richie. You should come. He had no idea. Yeah. Uh, Say, so there's heaps of ladies, but you haven't met him yet. Uh, across this creek, uh, firstly comes uh, Steph, who's a biomedical science master's student, who's taken some time off to pursue her modelling career. Of course. Then comes Sarah. Well, wait, she was on a quad bike, right? Yes, on a yeah. quad bike. Yeah, that's yeah. Splashy, splashy. Yeah. Then comes Sarah, who is a sales rep for the motorcycle industry on a dirt <gasps> yes. bike. Mm. She's a Brisbane girl. Yeah. Richie loses his mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Kalia, who's a human rights lawyer on horseback. Oh, she's the WA girl. She's my new favourite. Then Richie proceeds to go on single dates with all three mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We had... Two cheese platters in one show. I don't know how we afforded that, but we did. Uh, it was pretty exciting. Yep. And in the meantime, the ladies are in the garden party. They hear a chopper and they think, oh, normally when choppers arrive, it's Richie. It's these three ladies. They turn up uh, in the chopper. And the, then the, what happened then? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no one so, likes intruders, uh, do they? Yeah. No. no. So uh, 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 Kiki starts telling the new girls, you better watch out for Kira because she's a bit intense. And then when Kiki's out of sight... Georgia says, oh, Kira, by the way, earlier, Kiki was telling everybody else you're kind of horrible. Oh. Kira goes, oi, Kiki, oi, mate, come over here. Mm-hmm. It was like, here comes the fight. Here it comes. And then it was, uh, it was on like Donkey Kong, mm-hmm. Abby. Mm-hmm. Is that where was... um, Steph's been saying his new favourite line from? 
Oh, yeah, yeah she says, oh, she, Kira calls Kiki a peasant. I don't a think, peasant. I don't, there's not a way to do that without making you the douche. Because you're assuming that you are some sort of royal. Go yeah. away, peasant. Peasants. You know, it's, it's impossible to do because you're putting yourself on such a pedestal that the only place yeah. to go is down. But we get to the though, very, yeah. Why didn't Megan accept Rose? What was going on? Did she not have a connection with him? She just didn't like him. I, I, I'm, you're going to have to ask Megan. I think are we is, are we talking to her later in the show? Yes, we yeah, will we be are. catching up yep. with Megan. Okay, so we're talking right to now. Megan later in the show. You'll be able to ask Megan on the on the night. What I got out of it was that it was a combination of factors. It was a combination of factors that she spoke earlier in the show about. I got a rose on my single date on the crane. I felt really special. He's dealing the roses like a Las Vegas croupier. I feel less special. And then when the other ladies arrived, maybe Megan, I don't know. Maybe she was like, you know what, I'm out. And I, for one, I'm actually kind of happy that she left because she made a decision for herself. She went, you know what, Uh, this situation is no longer okay with me. I'm going to take control and I'm going to leave. And that made me very happy that she did such a thing. I think it boils down to the fact that she doesn't like ropes. So yeah. there's no... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I will yeah. find out later. kicked out Georgia. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Georgia's wait, exit wait, interview wait. was the greatest thing of all time. Oh. Georgia's interview in the limo. Yeah. I'm going to have to show it to you later because it's got all so right. much swearing in it. Okay. We can't play it. Scaven Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. Any issue you want to share and get Brisbane's opinion on it, you can just send me an email at abby at hit105.com.au. This one's from a guy concerned that his girlfriend is going back to work after having the birth of their child and she wants a separate account. And he's like, well, wait a minute. Why does she want that? Should I be concerned? Is she trying to leave me? And I disagree. There's nothing to be concerned of. And even in this article on news.com today, it's basically saying, it's the girl's opinion, saying that she thinks everyone, every female should have a separate account. And it's not just to leave a bad relationship. It's also to leave a bad job, uh, perhaps, and then not to rely on someone else. And also saying that it keeps a relationship alive if you don't need to check with your partner if you purchase something. Mm. So to have a separate account for that reason, and sometimes it can be secret. But 131060, do you have a secret account? You can remain anonymous because I've declared mine, and now it's not a secret. (laughs) Uh, We have a first call through is uh, not a lady. Brad from North Lakes, what's your thoughts on this? Yeah, so my partner and I have a separate bank account mm-hmm. um, because you need a way to purchase surprise gifts for um, your partner and stuff like that. Yeah, that's true. That yeah, is that's good. true. Because yeah. I always wonder, because Stav and his wife always buy presents for each other, and I always wondered how you do it. Because if my husband and I do it from our shared account, it's like you need to siphon it away. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I actually have a joint, I have a separate, uh, not a separate, a secret bank account for my mum that she hides money in, though. Really? Oh. Yeah. For the reason of maybe needing to get out of the relationship eventually, or? Um, I'm not sure 100% why, but yeah, she hides it from my dad. Mm. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh. Mm. Yeah. Could okay. be taxation purposes. Could <laughs> be. <laughs> it's also something. It's a mommy. gift. How much is she earning? It's got a Swiss bank account there. It's fantastic. <laughs> See, I'm going to throw my mum in it as well. She does oh. it from my dad just because she likes to buy presents for for the grandchildren. Yeah, I, she... actually, I think it could be a bit of an old school kind of thing, the old secret yeah. bank account. Yeah. Um, because back in the day when the, the husband had complete control over all the finances yeah. and a woman had absolutely no money at all to speak of, then they would siphon a little bit off on the side for, for the occasions. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. We've got, We've got a caller who, um, mm. yeah, uh, hello, caller. Hello. Hey. hey. Hi. Do you have Thanks a secret account? 
Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, me and my husband have always had a separate account and then we gave it a go and um, I went away for the weekend with my mum and um, he decided to take some money out and go gamble it. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Yes. So... Yeah, and then when I confronted him, he sort of said, no, 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 I didn't, I didn't. And I said, well, read the bank statement. Mm. <laughs> right, okay. So do you have like a secret account sort of more for security, for your peace of mind? Yeah, yeah. I've um, started up a Christmas club account because, yep. yeah, I get left to do all that. So, mm. yeah. Um, yeah, I've actually got a little bit of a savings account now. But, yeah, we live... Um, basically separately right yeah, right and so yeah. but has, has, has the gambling obviously hasn't stopped then uh it has stopped now but yeah. back in the day it was yeah. um yeah, yeah a little bit yeah, yeah. yeah. there's there's yeah. a lot of help out there's a lot of help out there for for gambling addiction which is mm. thank i'm very grateful for mm. because it yeah, is yeah. is quite a quite a problem especially when you start to get to oh if this just comes in i'll totally be back in the black yeah that's right yeah, that yeah. never happens no. and uh <laughs> see that uh see that there abby that's the way to do it she remained anonymous yeah, okay, well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Mark. Mark in Sunnybrook. Yeah, how's it going? calling this morning, hey, which is interesting. Yeah. G'day, Mark. Well, for me, it's a little bit of a strategic move. Mm. Um, my partner spends a lot, so I ended up funneling a, a small percentage of, my, of my, my salary into a separate account so she spends less, and she's, she's not aware that I actually earn that much. Right. Oh, mm. wow. And then you've yeah, got like, just so, a savings account. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. It's like four savings, and um, yeah, it's working out really well. <laughs> But it's funny you say that, Mark. The number one cause of a lot of arguments in marriages is to do with money. So if you take away that whole dilemma of, you know, spending too much money, and then you don't have the arguments. Yeah, I know. So in my my partner's eyes, I get paid a little bit less than Mm. actually. Um, You say that, though. That's a good point. Obviously, if it's working for you, Mark, but would would there be a huge argument if she found this out, if she managed to stumble upon it and found out that you'd been taking it? No, I think you should be a little bit impressed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Women would be like, oh, that was so sneaky. I'm so impressed. I didn't know you had that in you. That was well done. (laughs) Stabbing Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. Uh, As you know, I went down to Melbourne the other day. Yes. um, uh, Have you been paying attention? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't walk there, so we flew. It happens. Yep. Yeah, uh, I'd like to think that I'm a fairly, fairly good flyer, guys. You know, at this point, I, I've kind of got it down to a, a fairly decent routine. Uh, never take any luggage that goes onto the plane. I, I book my flights and, and my, my arrival there, so I can just pretty much go straight through security, get straight on the plane. I check in online. I use my phone as a boarding pass. Whole boxing, guys. By the time I get to the security counter, I do a visual on who sh- which line should I get in, who's yes. going to be the fastest. All my stuff's in my bag already. Do you have any aerosols? No. Do you have any, like, yep. I never travel in the air stuff. Get through the little uh, you know, metal detector, scot-free. Go through the x-ray, no problem. The young man comes at me with a swipey, sticky, smudgy mm-hmm. thing. Says, I'm just going to test you for explosives. I'm like, no worries, let's go. I've still got 12 minutes to get my uh, boarding. I'll be fine. I come up positive for explosives. Oh, what? what? I'm like, okay, no worries. Well, no, he it says, I'll just go test, <laughs> test you again. Test me again. Mm. Okay, great. You're clean. Great. Can I go? No, I have to test you again now. Test oh. me again. Mm. All right. Like, I've already done this a million times, so... I know what to do. Like bags open, foots on the box, hands are out. I don't have to be told. Boom, it's on. Don't say boom. No, I tested you. Tested you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, tested positive. I now have to do uh, secondary. Like you've done two positives. We're going to have to go to the next phase. And mm-hmm. at this point, like I, I work on the telly at the moment. Uh, people go, I'm th- "Isn't that that guy? Mm. Just yeah. like he's just kind of fatter and shorter." Yes, yes, it's me. Um, 
for people are kind of staring. I've, I've already got, you know, weird anxiety going on. So people are already staring. Hmm. And they say, oh, we're just going to have to patch it down now. Oh. Now, we're, now we're about to about nine minutes till I got aboard. Hmm. And I was like, do, do we really have to do this in front of everybody? I said, no, no, no. We can go to the private area, no, which is no, 80 worse. meters away. No, don't do that. Yeah, that's oh, worse. No. And then people see you going mis- into the room. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. No. And so I'm all right then. So this bloke feels my body all over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... Opens, so I'm going to have to open your bag now. So great. Okay, so this massive line of people who've been waiting for me are all going to see my underpants. Great. Can we do this in private if we want to go to the same room? No. No, no. No, we don't want to go to the same room. You just wish you packed Um, it better at this point. I open my bag up and the, the bloke's checking for it. He's checking, 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 checking. And his supervisor even, he says, Matt, I can't find it. I don't think there's anything in there. And she even uses the word. The supervisor even uses the word. Just make sure there's no IEDs in there. Really? Hmm? Yeah, she said that out loud. <laughs> Improvised explosive devices, Abby. Yeah, yeah, IED. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. I yeah, know. Yeah. It's been headlines. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was like, why would you, one of the most recognisable faces <laughs> in Australia, be carrying an IED in your carry-on luggage? Like, I'd, I'd, I'd they like can't to think do that everyone stab. They can't just come in and go. Oh, well, you've got a you've got a very recognisable face. You'll be fine. Go through. No. They can't do that. That's not how they work. No, but I mean, they're not doing that every time. They're only doing that to the people that have recognisable faces. When was the last time a celebrity of any stature or standard committed an act of terrorism? Uh, yeah, see? Yeah, uh-huh. okay, well. yeah. So they should just get a free pass, walk on well, through. Well, you just have a celebrity idol. idol. So what, what are you, yeah, celebrity idol. So yeah, I'm casting your mind back, though. When, yeah. what, when was the time where you were handling explosives? Maybe... I, I wasn't. It was a. It was I a wasn't. dodgy machine. Oh, that's what they all say, mate. Was there like a bachelor? Is there a bachelorette episode coming up where they, you know, nah. you know, look for landmines or something? Or nah. I have no idea what happened. But it, you, in you, the you, end, the mm. in the end, after I spoke with like three people from clip with clipboards, mm. um, <laughs> I had to, you know, finally get there, and then I check my gate, and I've, and you know, it's gate sixty zillion, mm. and so then I'm then I'm the guy running through the airport. And then I'm the guy getting on the plane, and then mm. me, terrified when people kind of stare, they're waiting. <laughs> they're all waiting. I'm the one that gets on the plane, and this entire 737 looks up at me and goes, Oh, I finally started to join us, did you? <laughs> Typical TV guy. <laughs> Stephen Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. This is going nuts. Have to be uh, Brazil nuts, wouldn't it? Would have to be. Oh, wow. Stab. Yeah. That's awesome, Joe. Brazil nuts. Yeah, cool. Hey. Oh, no, yeah. please, hon, if you've got to explain your jokes, then I'm working don't say the joke. Uh, yeah. Congratulations to the Bombers. Uh, the Australian basketballers are doing amazing. Even the Very. Boomers are doing quite well as well. I yeah. don't know oh, yeah, how sorry. the Essendon so. I don't really care for at the moment, but the Boomers, <laughs> the boomers. beating yeah. Lithuania... Uh, and into the semi-finals. Very torn, guys. Absolutely. Very torn. As a, I've been an Australian citizen for 17 years, yeah. but my mum is Lithuanian, oh. so I'm just, oh. yeah, I'm conflicted internally. Mm. He was yeah. conflicted. conflicted. I'm sticking with the winning, just winning side. But um, we are trying to beat as many world records as possible while the Olympics are on. You can check out all the videos at hit105.com.au. We have achieved 
three? Yes, we have nailed three world records. We are amazing. We are record-breaking <laughs> machines. And we started to work out that if we tailor them to our special skill sets that we already have <laughs> inherent in us, yep. then we stand yes. more of a chance. So, Abby, you found this one for me, which was right up my alley. Yep. Two Today's record. Stab is going to attempt to be the world record holder at placing 24 cans in a fridge in under six seconds. Silvio Saba from Italy can put 24 cans in a fridge in 5.78 seconds. Can Stab beat it? So here we are. We're trying to smash another world record. But this one, this one is yours, sir. Are you ready? Uh, I think I am. I would like you to explain why you think that this one would be right up my alley. If anyone could stack a fridge with cans, it would be you. I think you'll find it's the opposite. I can take them out of a fridge faster than anyone (laughs) I know. Okay, all right. So here we go. Count me in. Three, two, one, go. Smash that. That's cheating. You can't do that. You've got to take him out of the box. I've got to take him out of the box. He's got to take him out of the box, doesn't he? Yeah, he's got to take him out of the box. How was I? I was still only just in there. (laughs) (laughs) Let's be honest here. If in putting them in, in the carton took me 5.71 seconds. Yeah, you're you're screwed. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. Count me in. Three. Yep. Two. Yep. One. Go. But you've equaled one. Well done. It's really underwhelming, actually. <laughs> I equaled the world record. Why couldn't you just do one more can? I drank it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Perils, perils of the job. Yeah, I told yeah. you not to get beer. That's, yeah, true. Yeah. You can see the photo or uh, well, the videos, actually, at hit105.com.au. Stab and Abby now with Osher on Hit 105.